Shalom to all. Today's office is from Mustafa Samachalif. We are starting Samachalif Bay is the last line, the seventh last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Saro, Basab Yaakov Maisha, her Nishama Shadavanulia, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef, Riantaf, Benar Bashar, Anchol, his Nishama Shadavanulia. And we concluded yesterday's Gemara with a member from Rashim Barichai, so we pick up with another member from him. Tanya, Vachin Hari, Rashim Barichai, Omer, Rashim Barichai also said, Samachalif Amad Alpha on the top, Kavir Ovde Kachavim, Ain Matam Ba'il. The Kavir, the grave of an Ovde Kachavim of a non Jew, is not Matam Ba'il. We've had this numerous times in previous Mesechlis, and in this as well, when a corpse is under a roof of any sort, in Ayel, then anything under that same roof is Tameh because the Tumah fills the entire space. That doesn't apply to the corpse of a non-Jew. Why is that? Shenever, because the Pazak says, Vaten Saini, you are my sheep. Tsoin Marisi, the sheep of my pasture. Adam Atem, you are Adam. Atem Krim Adam. You, Yidin, Jews, are called Adam. Vein Avdi Kachavim Krim Adam. But Avdi Kachavim, non-Jews, are not called Adam. And the Pazak regarding corpse Tumah says, Adam Kiyamas Ba'ayel. So this type of corpse Tumah does not apply to non-Jews. The Gemara has Mesa, we have a that says, V'nefesh Adam Shisha Asar Elef. And 16,000 people were captured in the war with the Bnei Israel against the Midianim. So we see from here that non Jews, the Midianim, are called Adam. The Gemara says, No, that's not a Raya Mishum Behema. The Pasuk also says that Behema was captured. Since we have to say that there was people and animals captured, that's what we have to call them people. But they're not called Adam in terms of Tumah. The Gemara continues asking, The Pasuk says, Asher Yeshba Harbi Mishnei Sre Rebai Adam. There was more than 120,000 people. Asher Loyada Ben Yuminul Ismaila. They didn't know the difference between the right and their left. This is referring to Ninveh. So we see that all the people in Ninveh who were non Jewish were called Adam. The Gemara says, no, Mishum Behema. That's only because it also mentions Behema. It says in the Pasuk, U Behema Rabbah. So once again, since we're mentioning people and animals, we have to clearly differentiate between the people and the animals. That's why we're calling them Adam. But in terms of Thomas Oil, they're not called Adam. The Gemara continues asking, it says in the Pasuk, Kol Nefesh Tishato. Whomever killed someone or touched a corpse, they have to purify themselves. And this is once again referring to the war with Midian. Any of the Jewish soldiers that killed someone or touched a the corpse, they had to purify themselves. It must be that a non-Jewish corpse does transmit Tumah. We answer that's not Araya, Perhaps we're talking about one of the Yidin being killed, and they touch the corpse of their fellow Yid, and that's why they have to be entire themselves. Rabban, and how would they answer this? Well, Ish. The pasuk says that not a single man was missing from us. According to Rabban, not a single Yiddish soldier died, so therefore it must be that we're talking about a non-Jewish soldier was killed. The way he would respond to the Rabban is by saying Ish la Not a single man was missing because he did not vera with one of the Midianite women, but it is possible that one of the Jewish soldiers died. Now, Ravina Amar he answers this totally differently. We understand the Pasuk excluded non-Jews from being Mitayim Ba'il. Because the Pasuk says, Adam Kiyom is Ba'il. Did the Pasuk exclude non-Jews from corpse Toma, touching or carrying them? There's many different types of Toma that will be Mitayim as someone by either touching them or carrying them, but they will not be Mitayim Ba'il. So it's very possible that a non-Jewish corpse will not be Mitayim Ba'il, but it will be Mitayim a person who touched it or carried it, and that's what the Pasuk of Kol Harg Nefesh of Chol is talking about. And the Mishnah says, Irsus Almana, we have a kind who is Ma'aris and Almana, a widow of an Ismailiyah's kind Gadol, and then he was appointed to be the Kayin Gadol. Yechnois, he's allowed to complete that and he's allowed to marry her. And Umayse Bishu Ben Gamla, there was a story with Yeshu Ben Gamla, Shikidish as Martabas Baisos, he was Makadish Martabas Baisos, and she was an Almana, we know how Melchlios Kayin Gadol, and then the king appointed him to be the Kayin Gadol, Vikansa, and he completed that and he married her. However, a different halacha, Shemeris Yavim Shanafal Fne Kayin Hedyat, a Shemeris Yavim that fell to a Kayin Hedyat, we have two brothers that are Kayhanim, one of them died without children, so his wife falls to the other brother, and then Venisman Aliyah's Kayin Gadol, that second brother is appointed to be the Kayin Gadol, Afal Pisha Asaba Mimer, even if before he became appointed to be the Kayan Gadol, he had done Mimer to her, he's not allowed to marry her, and he would have to give her a get, and he'd have to do Chalitza. And Tana Rabbanu, we have a brass that explains this, how do we know that if he was Ma'aris her, and then he was appointed to be a Kayan Gadol, that he's allowed to complete that, and he's allowed to marry her? Tamblem, because the Pasuk says, Yikach Isha, he shall marry a woman. The Pasuk by Kayan Gadol could have just said, he has to marry a Besula. Why does that Pasuk finish off by saying, Yikach Isha, he should marry a woman? This Yikach Isha is extra, and must be coming to include this case, 
if he was ma'aris her before he was a kind gadol, and then he became a kind gadol, he's allowed to finish and he's allowed to marry her. The Gemara says, if so, shemeres yavam nami. We should say the same thing about the shemeres yavam case in the sefer of the Mishnah. The Gemara answers, no, isha v'lo yavama. The pasuk says yikach isha. It doesn't say yikach yavama. So even though when she felt him as yavama, he was a kind headed. Now that he was appointed to be a kind gadol, he's not allowed to complete that marriage. And the Mishnah said, be Yeshua. There was a story that Yeshua ben Gamal was appointed to be the kind gadol. And now we analyze the wording of the Mishnah. Minohu in nisman King appointed him, but he wasn't appointed by the Sanhedrin. And Amar Yosef he says, I see some sort of conspiracy, something shady going on over here. And what was going on in this situation? The Amar of Asi tarkav the dinari ayulei martabas baisos liyane malka martabas baisos brought in three kaf of golden dinarim to the king Yanai adamukilei Yeshua ben Gamal b'kahani ravivi right before Yeshua ben Gamal was appointed by the king to be the kohen gadol. It's very clear that she bribed him to appoint her husband as the kohen gadol. This happened at the time of the second base of Mikdash. Sadly, many of the kohanim gadolim were not fit to be kohanim gadolim, and they bribed their way into that position. And we see that right here in this Mishnah. And the Mishnah continues: Kohen gadol shemes achiv a kohen gadol whose brother died chaylitz v'leemiyabim he has to do chalitza and not yibam. The Gemara says the kapasik v'tani. It's very clear in the Mishnah: It doesn't make a difference if she's an almanim and erisin or minhanisuin. He has to do chalitza and not yibam. So now we analyze: Bishlei minhanisuin. We understand if she's an almanim and minhanisuin. I say v'loy sasei who it's an asay and a loy sasei. Ve'in asay doicha loy sasei v'asay. In asay it can't be doicha loy sasei in asay. What's the asay and the loy sasei? The asay is that he has to marry a basula, and if she was previously married. She's not a basula, and the lois assay is that he's not allowed to marry an almana. So in that scenario, obviously the assay of yibum is not going to be daicha. The lois assay and assay, but elmina erison. If she's an almana, only mina erison. Yav assay v'yidchas lois assay. We should say that the assay that he has to do yibum is going to be daicha. The lois assay that he's not allowed to marry an almana. The gemara answers, you're right. However, gzera biyarishayna ought to be yeshnia. We have gzera that if we're going to allow him to do the first bia, he might end up doing the second bia, and that's a problem. Therefore, we say that he's not allowed to do yibum at all. What does that mean? That's the first bia with her would be mother because the mitzvah of yibum. The assay of yibum would be daich the lois assay. However, after that, bia is usher because after that, there's no more mitzvah of yibum, but she still retains her status as an almana, and he's not allowed to continue living with her. So, therefore, even though the first bia would be okay, since all subsequent bias would not be okay, we say in that case we're not going to allow the assay to be daich the lois assay, and he's not allowed to marry her. And the mission continues: Kain hadith lo yisa islandis. A kain hadith is not allowed to marry an islandis, a woman who can't have children. Elam can yeshle ishubanim unless he already has a wife and children. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says afal pishi yeshle ishubanim, even though he has the ishub. Him. He has a wife and children. Islandis, he's not a married woman who can't have children. Because she is the Zaina that's spoken about in the Torah. She's considered a Zaina if she can't have children. The only one that's considered a Zaina is a Giyaris, a non-Jewish woman who converted, or Mishukhreris is a non-Jewish maidservant who was freed. Both of these were non-Jews previously. They're assumed to have had Bia with non-Jews. That turns them into Zaina. And someone who had a Bi'ilas Nus, that's talking about a Bas Yisrael, who is nivel to someone whom she she's not allowed to have Bia with, that makes her into a Zaina. But those are the only three women that are considered a Zaina. My time, why would a Kayin not be allowed to marry a woman who's an Islandist? That's because he has a Chiva Puravu, he has to have children, and she can't have children. But only Kayhanim have to have children, and regular Israelim don't have to have children? Why is it that the Mishnah says that a Kayin's not allowed to marry an Islandist, implying that Israel is allowed to marry an Islandist? Israel also has to have children. So Amr of Huna answered the Rish Galusim, Mishum the Kabayi Lemisni Sefer, that's because we have to say the Sefer even though he has a wife and he has children, he's still an Almerian Islandist because she is a Zaina that's spoken about in the Torah. Only Kaihanim are not allowed to marry a Zaina. Israel is allowed to marry a Zaina. That's why in the Rish of the Mishnah, the Tanakhama said that a Kayan is not allowed to marry an Islandist. But really, according to the Tanakhama, even Israel is not allowed to marry an Islandist. That's because this Israel has to be able to have children. Now, Amr of Huna, he says, My time to Rabbi Yehuda, what's Rabbi Yehuda's reasoning? 
why does he say that a woman who's an islandess is considered a zaina? That's the because the Pasuk says, They're going to eat and not be satisfied. They're going to be mazana and not proliferate. And what do we learn from here? Any bia that cannot bring to proliferation, any bia that's not going to bring kids into the world, in that's considered a bia's An islandess can't have children, so that makes her into a zaina. And Tanya Rebbe Lezer, Aymer Rebbe Lezer says, A kain is not allowed to marry a katana, period. Now we have to try to understand what that means. Amalei Reb Chizla Rabba, Reb Chizla told Rabba, Paik Ayinba, go look into this halacha, del urta baila Rafuna minach, because in the evening Rafuna is going to ask you for the reasoning behind Reb Liazor's din. Nafak Ayinba, he went out, he looked into this halacha, and he came out that Reb Liazor savrla kreb meir visavrla kreb Yehuda. He holds like Reb Meir and like Reb Yehuda. Savrla kreb meir dechayish lemiuta. He holds like Reb Meir that's chayish for the miut. He suspects that even something uncommon might occur. Miut means minority, meaning something that only happens to a minority of people might happen to this katana. She might turn out to be an then he also holds like Rabbi Huda, the Amr Islandis, Zaina Havai, then Islandis is a Zaina. So the combination of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda's Shitas is the reason why Rabbi Lezer says that a Kain is not allowed to marry Katana. But now we ask on that, Ukra Meir, Misavrla, does Rabbi Lezer really hold like Rabbi Meir? But Tanya, we have a Brisa. If a Katana is a Yavam or a Katana is a Yavama, neither Chalitza nor Yibim is allowed to happen. Divir Rameir, that's Rameir's opinion. Amr Lezer Rameir, they told Rameir, Yafa Amrach and Chalitza, what you said about them not being able to do Chalitza, that's a fine statement because Ish Kasar Parsha. The Pasuk says Ish, only if he's an Ish is he allowed to do Chalitza, and since he's under Bar Mitzvah, he's a Katan, he's not allowed to do Chalitza. And Makshin and Isha le Ish, we compare Isha to Ish, and since she's a Katana, she's also not allowed to get Chalitza. Elamai Taima in Miyavmin, but why is he not allowed to do Yibum? Katan Shemim Tzasris, Katana Shemitim Tzailanis. The Katan might end up being a Sris, meaning he might not be able to have children. The Katana might turn out to be an Islanders, and she's not able to have children. And turns out that now they're living with an Erva. The only reason why Yibum's allowed to happen is because we're going to have children, but if they're not able to have children, it turns out they're living with an Erva. And Vitan, you have a breast that says, Beferish, Aktana is allowed to have Yibum done to her, but no Chalitza, Devir Rebeliezer. That's Rebeliezer's opinion. So clearly, Rebeliezer does not hold like Rameir. And we continue asking, Does Rebeliezer even hold like Rebehuda? Vatanya, we have a Brisa. This Brisa is going to define what exactly a Zaina is. Zaina, what's a Zaina? Zaina Kishma is exactly what her name is. Devir Rebeliezer, that's Rebeliezer's opinion. A Zaina literally means to turn away or to turn astray. And that's specifically referring to a married woman who's Mazana Tachas Baila. And only that's a Zaina, according to Rebeliezer. Rabbi Kiva says, Zaina is a woman who's mufker. She's open to have bia with anyone. If she's not married and she just has bia with one person, that doesn't turn her into a Zaina. But the moment she has bia with more than one person, that turns her into a Zaina. Ramasim and Kharshaimer, he says, Even if her husband had taken her to the Beis HaMikdash in order to give her May Saita, he warned her not to be secluded with another man. She secluded herself. Now he's taking her to the Beis HaMikdash to drink the May Saita. We know that there's an Isser for him to be with her. Ubala Abadarach, and he was bail her along the way, even though their husband and wife, Asa Zaina, he turns her into a Zaina. Rabbi Huda, I'm Rabbi Huda says, Zaina zu islandess. A Zaina is an islandess, a woman who can't have children. We already had their opinion in the Mishnah. And Rabbi Lazar, I'm Rabbi Lazar says, A non-married man who has relations with a not-married woman, not for the purpose of them being married, just for his nus purposes, he turns her into a Zaina. So we see very clearly from his Brisa that Rabbi Lazar does not hold of what Rabbi Huda's definition of a Zaina is. So back to square one, what did Rabbi Lazar mean when he said that a kind is not allowed to marry Katana. So Elamar Vadabar Ava, Hach over here, but Kain Gadol Askinon. We're talking about a Kain Gadol. Because Laimas Kani, when would this Kain Gadol be Kaina, this Katana that he's marrying? Lachi Gadla, only when she grows up. As a Katana, she can't fully accept Kedushin from him, so therefore they're not really 100% married until she grows up. And then the moment she grows up, Ba'ulahi, she's already considered a Ba'ula, so that's why the Kain Gadol is not allowed to marry her. Now Amarava, he responds to this, Michlelev, which is an expression of how can you say that? If her father accepted Kedushin for her, Mehi Shaitahu the Kanila, that moment that the Kain Gadol gave Kedushin to the father, 
He was kind to her 100%. That's because the father is allowed to accept Kiddushin for his daughter who's a Katana, and either Kacha Nafsha if she was Mikadish herself. Let's say her father died, so now she's marrying herself off, or her mother brother's marrying her off. So then in that case, Har Rabbi Lezer, he the Loi Rabbanon, is that only Rabbi Lezer's opinion and not the Rabbanon's opinion? The Rabbanon would agree with Rabbi Lezer that the Kohen Gadol is not allowed to marry this Katana because it's not 100% Kiddushin. So Alam Rava, Rava explains what Rabbi Lezer meant. We're really talking about a Kohen Hedyat. And we're afraid that she's going to be seduced by another man after she already got married to this Kohen Hedyat. Since she's a Katana, she's young, she's immature, she's very easily convincible to do something like this. So therefore, we're afraid something like this is going to happen, and that's why a Kohen is not allowed to marry a Katana. The Gemara asks, We should be chashish the same thing by Yisrael. A Yisrael shouldn't be allowed to marry a Katana because maybe she's going to be seduced by another man. The Gemara answers, If a Katana is seduced by someone, that's just considered like an Oynes. But Oynes be Yisrael, Mishra Shari. And if Yisrael's wife was Nanas, so then he's allowed to stay married to her. However, if a Kain's wife is Nanas, he's not allowed to stay married to her. That's why a Kain is not allowed to marry a Katana. Now, our Papa, our Papa says, but Kain Gadol, really, we're talking about a Kain Gadol. Bahai Tano, and it's according to the following Tano. Titan, you have a Braiso. Basula, the Pasuk says that a Kain Gadol has to marry a Basula. Yachal Katana, you might think he's allowed to marry a Katana. Tamalim is why the Pasuk says Isha. He has to marry an Isha. And a woman who's a Katana is not considered an Isha. But e Isha, from the fact that the Pasuk says that he has to marry an Isha, Yachal by Garis, you might think that the Kain Gadol is allowed to marry by Garis, and we know that he's not allowed to. Tamalim Basula, that's why it says Basula. She has to be a full fledged Basula. And as we said previously, a Bagaris is not considered a full fledged Basula. Hakate side, so who's he supposed to marry? He has to marry someone who already left the stage of Katnos, but she hasn't reached the stage of Bagris yet, which means that she's a Naira. She's in between 12 and 12 and a half. Under 12, she's a Katana. Above 12 and a half, she's a Bagaris. In between 12 and 12 and a half, she's a Naira. And that's the type of woman a Kohen Gadol has to marry. And that's what Rabbi Lazar was talking about. Now, Menachem Yitzchakamar, he answers, Hi Tana, who is according to the following Tana, the Tanya of Abraisa, Basula, he has to marry Basula. In Basula, El Naira. A Basula is a Naira. Bechenu Aimer, it says in the Pasuk, of Hanaira, Toivas Mara, Ma'id, Basula. This Pasuk is talking about Rifka when she went to the well to draw water. It says that she was a Naira, she was very beautiful, and she was a Basula. So we see that when we say the word Basula, that means Naira. And I'll just to conclude with something that we've had previously. Rebbe Lazar, Aimer, Rebbe Lazar says, Panu Abal, Panuya, Shaloyle, Ishas, Asa, Zaina. If a man who's not married has relations with a woman who's not married, and they had no intent for Ishas, they had no intent for marriage, they only had intent for Znos, he turns her into a Zaina. Amr of Amram, he says, Ain halachak Rebbe Lazar, the halacha is not like Rebbe Lazar. And the mission continues, a person is not allowed to abstain. He's not allowed to withhold from having children unless he already has children. Beishamir says, what does it mean to have children? If he has two males, so then he doesn't have to have any more children. Beishil says, a male and a female, that's what's considered peruvu. Shinemar, the Pasuk says, he created them male and female. Now we make an inference from the Mishnah, if he has children, he doesn't have to have any more children. He's not allowed to be bottle from a wife, meaning he has to still be married. He said, Even if a person has many children, he's not allowed to be without a wife. Because the Pasuk says, It's not good for a man to be alone. Now, some say, what's the inference from the Mishnah? That if he has children, he not only doesn't have to have children, but he also doesn't have to be married. Let's say this is a refutation to what Rav Nachman said. The Gemara says, That's not a refutation. If he doesn't have children, he has to marry a woman that's able to bear him children. But if he already has children, then he still has to get married, but he's allowed to get married to a woman who's not able to bear children. And Afkamina, what's the difference? Is he allowed to sell a Sefer Torah for children? One of the few things a Sefer Torah is allowed to be sold for is to provide necessary funds for a person to be able to get married so that he can have children, so that he can be Makayim Puravu. If this person was Makayim Puravu already, and he has to get married, but he doesn't have any money, we're not allowed to sell a Sefer Torah so that he can get married. He would have to find himself a wife 
wife who can't bear children that he wouldn't have to sell a safer Torah to marry because he was ready Mekayim Puruvu. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow explaining the Machlech is Beisham Beis Hill what that means to be Mekayim Puruvu. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.